0: Blog Talk Radio.
1: We are live on loudmouthradio.com, and today is always an amazing day to be on air. Today we are covering the Atlanta World, uh, the Atlanta 8 Atlanta World AIDS Day Symposium and Faith Luncheon. You know, it's just one of those days we actually have been live all morning. Atlanta wears red, and we're live at the temple, and I want to make sure that everyone is having an opportunity to uh, chime in. We're on live, and our studio line is 347 347- Eight two six seven five two zero, and right now I want to be able to have an opportunity to have one of our amazing friends, who's also the coordinator of this amazing event, Mr. Russell Jackson. He is live here. He is in Russell Patterson. Hello, hello. Here. Hey Russell, how are you? Hey, I am amazing. We are about to start the faith luncheon, so I got about a minute minute to talk. Um, I want to thank you all so much for supporting, especially Loudmouth Radio. 8 Atlanta,
0: uh, Delta Sigma Data Al- Al- Atlanta Alumni Chapter, and many others are all here the
1: Vision Cathedral of Atlanta uh, are all here. Rehoboth Fellowship of Atlanta is represented. Uh, AIDS Healthcare Foundation. We just want to say thank you to the Atlanta community. Uh, this year, not only did you pack the house, but you gave us a waiting list. We are so excited to have you be a part of it. We're looking forward to bigger and better things. And remember that we're all responsible for the healing of HIV and AIDS. God bless you. Thank you so much, Russell. And it's so amazing to be able to be a part of this amazing event as a network. And I, I let me make sure I make a, a apologetic moment right now. I've been saying Russell Jackson this morning. I went to I went to high school with a Russell Jackson, grew up with a Russell Jackson and evidently Russell is in my in my hemisphere today. But Russell Patterson, who has been the coordinator with Aid Atlanta has been doing an amazing job to put this event together today. And we're in a room full of just amazing dignitaries. And Jazz, I know that you are having an amazing uh, time period. We've been covering things all morning. And if you would, uh, let's go ahead and, and hear from a few people.
2: Okay. I am so excited because I am here in a room, as she said, full of beautiful people, all dressed in red. And um, it, it, it's beginning to look a whole lot like World A Day Christmas. Um, so we want to snag a few people and see if they want to come and talk to us just briefly before the luncheon actually starts. So let me see who I can grab really quickly. Hold on one second. Let me just let me just. Come all over here to the head and see if we can get him on the line and school him over oh. here to the Loudmouth Radio table, real quick. Um, this is this is one of the cutest men in the entire Atlanta. This is Bishop O.C. Allen, and we want to just have him come on just really briefly before he goes into uh, the luncheon and talk to Loudmouth Radio listeners about his involvement here today and what he feels about the day.
3: Wow, well, thank you for um, just the opportunity to be in the space, and I really appreciate what uh, a is doing, not just for the city, but for the entire nation. Um, How you have uh, continued the conversation around our need to make sure that HIV is a priority, and conversation with HIV is a priority. People living with HIV are a priority, and, uh, it is an amazing um, uh, feat, if you will, in terms of of the work that has to continue uh, as it relates to HIV, but I want to celebrate Aid Atlanta for the work that you all have done to continue the conversation, but also the partnerships that you built, and so by having me here and so many um, community leaders and national leaders, a part of the conversation, just speaks to the commitment to the partnerships that have to happen in order for us to get to an age free generation. So I I am delighted, I'm happy, and I hope that not only will the partnership uh, continue, but that we will strive to making sure that this generation is the last generation where we have uh, new infections, that this is the last generation where we celebrate uh, and acknowledge that celebrate uh, the accomplishments that we've done. Because, you know, the other thing is we've, we've done a lot of work uh, that we need to talk about, but there's much work to be done. But um, that this will be the last generation that we have to have World AIDS Day the way we have it. And it truly is about the past and no longer about the present and the future. And so uh, I'm a part of the conversation and excited about uh, being a part of the commitment. Excellent. Thank you.
1: Thank you. Thank Disha. you. You know, as we have uh, been covering today, we've learned so much. We've had an opportunity to speak with the executive director, uh Nicole and uh Dwayne Ford, who's uh the HIV prevention director and uh Jazz, if you would, um, who, who else do you have here in the room that we're going to have speak to us today?
2: Honey, you know I just keep having the, the, the best goodies. You know, we save the best for last and the last for first, and we just switch it all around, and we just find the cutest, most loving, most dynamic activists, faith leaders, volunteers and community leaders, and today is just one of those days where they're all in the same room. I'm going to take a picture and, and, and post it on our, our loudmouth uh, page just so you can see how beautiful love looks uh, like in this room. And so we have the most wonderful, most wonderful list, Marissa Penderman in the building, and we want her to come on because she's had an amazing workshop. People came downstairs talking about her workshop. So, we want to bring her on in and let her have a say of what she feels about
4: this day and her involvement. Hello, Radio Land. Um, I can't say enough about how beautiful the day has been. And um, I am so excited to be a part of it, uh, particularly facilitating a workshop on the faith community's response to HIV. Um, my roots within Unity um, grow out of responding to this pandemic, and um, I am proud on this day to be continuing that legacy of our Archbishop Carl Bean and um, the Unity Fellowship Church movement as we um, see a resurgence, really, in 2017 of people being infected, and there's no reason for it except for our lack of action. And so we had rich discussions about how we as people of faith will do better um, because we must and um, how we will work together and work with other agencies that are doing this work. And so I'm just excited to add my voice and my commitment to the number of people um, in this community that are helping people to live. We had, you know, people in the workshop that have been living, you know, for decades with the disease. And um, I am always grateful to sit at their feet and learn how to love them better and journey with them. Um, And we really talked about um, how this is a disease that continues to carry stigma, um, which impacts the spirit of people when they are not only fighting a, a physical illness, they're fighting a spiritual illness, and so we talked about restoring people's spirits back to health. And um, We in the church uh, know how to do that, and um, we will do better. So, I am grateful for the opportunity to say hello this morning, and I'm looking forward to what this day will continue to bring. Thank you. Thank
0: you
1: so you know we're we're amongst the room of uh some great dignitaries that are partaking in today's festivities. I must say that Atlanta has done an amazing job today um, organizing and coordinating uh the movers and shakers of the community that knows the the severity of how important it is to raise awareness to have the conversations, to commemorate those who have lost their lives um, to HIV and AIDS and those who are still living with HIV and AIDS, and to let them know that there is still um, joy in the morning. That is no longer has to be the death sentence that so much of the stigma from the, you know, almost the 40 years that HIV and AIDS has been on the rise. So we're going to take a quick commercial break and come right back uh, with more coverage of the Atlanta Wears Red 8 Atlanta World AIDS Day Symposium and Faith Luncheon at Temple. You're listening to the Loudmouth Radio Network. Bridal former wear by car is located at 215 Old Town Way in McDonough, Georgia, celebrating their one-year anniversary with select wedding gowns up to $500 off, bridesmaids' dresses up to $50 off, mother bride and groom, prom, and concierge up to $100 off. All accessories 10% off, such as veils, jewelry, garter, headpieces, and more. Make sure you stop in today again at 215 Old Town Way in the heart of McDonough, 678-884-6458, and you can find them online at com. To the Loudmouth Radio Network. I love it. Yes, so we're back and we're live here at the Temple at 1589 Peachtree Street, Northeast, in downtown Atlanta. And uh, we're actually in the holding room. This feels like we just have a. I know, I know like we're in a little fraternity, party, like we're getting ready to cross over in here. <laughs> uh, so, Jazzy, I know that you've been working the room. And uh, if you would uh, allow, who introduce who our next speaker will be on air um, who is actually here with us. She's actually had an opportunity to meet and, and hug everybody. I'm sitting here on the uh, on the switchboard trying to make sure everything stays active, okay? <laughs> um, but I gotta tell you guys, this is an amazing, amazing event. Um, if you've ever been to the temple, this is my first time here and this facility is amazing. And uh Aid Atlanta, their volunteers, their staff has done an amazing job putting everything together, and um, we're actually uh, going to allow someone else who is a part of um, today's festivities. We have Rabbi Lauren that's going to speak with us today. So, Jazz, if you would, um, give her the joy of speaking to us. So let me just
2: tell you,
0: every now and, every now and
2: then we have, names that are so fabulous. Like my my aunt's name is Marva Andrade. Wait till you hear this name. It's absolutely beautiful. She's fabulous. She's lovely. She's adored, And we're gonna bring her on. And and you know and before I bring her on, I wanna make make it known that we have so many people who are a part of um this program and a part of the organization, and some people have been on um, the board and volunteered and done things for many, many years, and there are many more that we were, we are asking um, in representation to be a part of the movement, be a part of the word, be a part of the action of prevention and care for HIV and AIDS. And so we're bringing on a newbie with a lovely name. So we're going to bring her over right now.
5: Hi, I'm Rabbi Lauren, so I'm one of the rabbis here at the temple. We're so excited to have everyone here today.
0: That's amazing.
2: What are your thoughts on being a part of the program?
5: Well, the temple is very proud to have Aid Atlanta um, on our campus, uh, providing all of its important services and, and testing and education. And... Um, we have here at the temple, as i was about to say at our at the luncheon, a long history of social justice and advocacy. And so um, we're actually celebrating our 150th anniversary this year. So as Yay. part of all of our looking at things um, to amazing. do and, and, and ways to, to continue to stay fresh and relevant, we've looked at how to really be intentional about our social justice work. And so I am the clergy partner with one of our 10 social justice groups as part of our Rothschild Social Justice Institute. And uh, I work with our LGBTQ equality and inclusion group. And it's through that work that um, Aid Atlanta got in touch with us about having this event here. And uh, we're just we're so excited. And tonight we'll also be commemorating World AIDS Day as part of our Shabbat worship. Thank you so much. We really appreciate it. But
2: say your name one more time. Say your name. Then I'm ready. <laughs> I'm Lauren Filson-Lapita. That name. I'm going to change my name. my name. My new last name is going to be Andrade Lapita.
5: <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Well, you know, they say there's a lot in a name. And, um, you know, and today certainly we're thinking about a lot of names. Um, Thanks. And exactly. making sure that, we, um, that we're celebrating health and wellness in the future. Um, and this day starts to take and, a different shape. Thank you so much. We really you appreciate me. you just taking a little bit of
2: time
1: and coming to talk with us. Absolutely. Thank you so much. And as we make our way, we're headed into the actual luncheon as we speak, and it has been an amazing day so far. Um, I'm sure there's going to be quite a few quite a few things that's going to be covered today. So we're going to continue to bring that coverage to you. We're going to take a quick commercial break, and we'll be back live at the luncheon for eight Atlanta World. World AIDS 2017 Celebration at the Temple. Let me
6: tell you something. Let me tell you something. Let me let me tell you something. Let, let me tell you something. Let, some, let me let something.
1: Alright, we are back live on Loud Mouth Radio. And right now we're within the uh luncheon in which the spiritual leaders have now made a quest to start the program.
0: And we'll continue
1: our live coverage. We're
0: gonna log it out.
1: right now we're uh, partaking in the luncheon itself in which we'll have keynotes from Bishop
0: community which included black queer gay bisexual and questioning men and trying transitioned on november the 12th of 2017 and we continue to celebrate his spirit and his audacity of hope <laughs>
6: And so we just had Russell
1: Patterson speaking in regards to a remembrance and dedication to a fallen life. Welcome. You're listening to the Loudmouth Radio Network.
5: Seeing awareness that Aid Atlanta and other organizations provide. I want to begin by saying thank you for all that you do to help combat the spread of HIV, to educate, to raise awareness, all of the sacred work that each of you do, each of you does. particularly, let's give a round of applause for Aid Atlanta. Part of my responsibility here at the Temple is working with teens as well as adults and also working with our Rothschild Social Justice Institute group on LGBTQ equality and inclusion. And so it has been eye-opening in that work to hear some of the recent statistics about HIV infection in Atlanta and around the country. learn from our partners at Aid Atlanta. It's clear there is a need for education and as faith communities we have a role to play in raising awareness. The temple has a long history here in Atlanta as we celebrate our 150th anniversary this year. As many of you already know, the temple is a historic institution in our city committed both to the Jewish faith and to repairing our broken world. Whether it was the civil rights movement when Rabbi Jacob Rothschild of blessed memory was our senior rabbi, or the issues that face us today, we believe that Judaism gives us a frame to act to bring justice and peace to our world. But we don't hold the exclusive patent on that. We are proud to be partners with people, diverse faith communities in this work of social justice, because it is through the bridges we build that meaningful relationships and lasting change can be created. And when it comes, To HIV and AIDS, this is not an issue for one place or for one part of our community. Education, ensuring equal access to testing and health care and medication, these are places where we all have responsibility as human beings to care for our fellow human beings, each a child of God. Today, let us remember all of those who have lost their lives to AIDS and their families and friends who continue to remember and grieve. We give thanks for the medical advances that have brought health to those who are HIV-positive, giving them a quality and length of life that not so long ago seemed impossible. And we pray for the strength to continue the work to educate those who no longer feel threatened by the disease, who think it can't happen to them, and we pray for a day when HIV is no more. We enjoy the food in front of us and the community with which we share it. May we share our abundant blessings with those in need. May our hands and our hearts be faithful in our service of justice, peace and God.
0: Amen the one who has to on
6: your. Shoulders.
0: Several months ago, I had the opportunity to moderate the Fulton DeKalb Hospital Authority's luncheon. And during that time, I met a very, very amazing woman and had the opportunity to introduce her. And I'm extremely honored that she would come today and share this event at AIDS Atlanta. She is an actress, she is a singer, but she's also an AIDS activist that is setting the world on fire. Ladies and gentlemen, would you receive Ms. Cheryl Lee Ruff? I am an endangered species But I still no victim's soul I am a woman. I am and I know. A... years, especially for me since I'm only 36. Thank you. Hard to think back those years when it was such an ugly, ugly time in America. If you think it's ugly now, you should have seen it 35 years ago when people had no shame in showing how much they hated People hated sick people, hated people who were different, hated gay people, good people, kind people, all kinds of people, had no shame in just throwing their sick children out, leaving them on church stair steps, leaving them in temple hallways like bags of youth clothing for a rubbish sale. 35 years later, we get to sit with friends, eat good food. Please don't put the dressing on the salad. It's an extra 500 calories. We get to do some good things. Light these candles in remembering. But as we do all of that today, Please don't forget that the South is bearing the brunt of HIV. The numbers down here rising 35 years ago and more and more it's spiraling down to young men of color. Pick a color, any color. Okay, black. And we have got to work hard to save all of our sons, all of our nephews, all of our families. It is up to us. It is 99% preventable. It doesn't have to happen, but we have to be able to choose ourselves first, to choose our well-being, to choose our health. And trust me, your health is your greatest wealth. But just like money, people don't care about it until it's gone. So today, as we don our red, and my soul is I know we look good in all colors, but red keeps so cool. Today, as we commune here together, remember There is more for us to do, and we can be better by each other. But number one, better for ourselves. I am Sarah Lee Ralph. I love you just the way you are. It is truly, truly perfect because God does not make mistakes. So from my heart to yours, love. December 1st, World Age love
6: with
0: you we now have a discussion about T O Speaker by Robert In your conference book, this is the bio of Bishop Oliver Clyde Allen. Um, and uh, he's a very distinguished gentleman and has done amazing work and continues to do amazing work in Atlanta. And uh, if I stay here and read all of it, we're going to be here for a while. But what uh, I will do is speak from the heart. Bishop Allen is someone that I've known of since before I moved to Atlanta, and his name far preceded him and uh, spoke of good things. And not only just him, but uh, what we knew of him in the community was him and his wonderful husband, Rashad Allen, who does amazing work with Gilead and they are both the fathers of two amazing children. He does great work at the Vision Cathedral, but you also see him in the community at the Pure Heat Festival every summer in Piedmont Park, and we know him from also being a part of the White House and making an effective change in our, in our community as it concerns the thing that we call HIV and AIDS. He is a mentor, he is a friend, and he continues to do work that amazes us all. Ladies and gentlemen, would you welcome our keynote speaker, for 8 Atlanta Space Luncheon, Bishop Oliver Clyde Allen.
3: Well, a couple of things. First, I have to say that I don't know why you all asked the Pentecostal preacher to speak for a few minutes. We tend to be a little
0: long-winded,
3: but I'll do my best. Second thing I will say is uh, whenever they mention the
0: fact that I work with the White House, that I have to add a caveat that I was appointed by the previous president. You'll get that later. Thank you to Aid Atlanta
3: for being a beacon of hope, support in our community. I want to say thank you to Russell for your amazing leadership and your friendship,
0: your vision, the leadership of Aided Atlanta the executive director, Nicole, volunteers, everyone, all of the providers who are in this space, This moment, I want to say thank you. I'm so humbled to be here and to be a part of this conversation, to be a part of what we are attempting to do in the community. There was a wealthy man who had a mansion, and this very wealthy man had a lot of money. He had a lot of prestige, and one day he assembled his friends together around a very large pool in the back of his mansion. And he said to his friends, i put sharks in this pool. And the first person that jumps in this pool and swims to the other side, I will give you my mansion, I will give you my properties, I will give you my money. Immediately, a brother jumped in the pool swam to the other side through all the chalk. The wealthy man said to the brother, you must really want my mansion. You must really want my money. You must really want my property. And the, the brother said, no, I don't want your money. I don't want your mansion. I want the name of the man who pushed me in this pool. I feel like I've been pushed in a pool today. Today we are here on World AIDS Day to first honor the lives of those who have transitioned because of AIDS. To honor their impact, the impact that they have made upon our lives, we say today that they will forever be chipped. We're also here to acknowledge the 37.5 million people who are living with HIV and our commitment to them in ensuring that every person living with HIV will live a healthy, productive, and full life. We're also here to acknowledge the importance and the urgency of the work that we must continue to do to curb the tide of HIV and move us to an AIDS-free generation. We must acknowledge that we are in a time where there is more HIV education and awareness than ever before, and we must acknowledge that we have done work. And because of the work that has already been done, We know that the role of biomedical medication is more important than ever before. Because of the work that has been done, we know that we have the full toolkit to get to zero. Because of the work that has been done, we now know that undetectable means untranscribable. But there is much more work to be done. Would you do me a favor, In my church, we believe in talking to our neighbor. Tell your neighbor, there is so much more work that you need to do. Tell the other person on the other side, there is so much work that I need you to do. And there are times, those of us who are doing the work, all the providers, all of you in this space and this place, sometimes the work can seem so exhausting and overwhelming. About 40% of new HIV infections come from people who don't know their sex. More work needs to be done. Approximately one in four people living with HIV in the U.S. are women. Much more work needs to be done. Young black men who have sex with men continue to be most affected. More work needs to be done. HIV continues to be a victim of sexual stigma and tortured readings of scripture. And miseducation about sexuality continues to be reinforced by the increase of how we preach and teach and talk about sexuality, particularly in communities of color. And so, more work needs to be done. Data can be undaunting and overwhelming. The information can be overwhelming. The health disparities that we talk about seems to be overwhelming. The issues seem to be overwhelming. And sometimes those of us who serve in the community and serve the community can feel ill equipped and overwhelmed. But it's my mission today it is my assignment, my goal, to hopefully inspire and motivate you, and to tell you, as Shakespeare said, some are born great, some achieve greatness, but some have greatness thrust upon them. And I believe that every person in this room, under the sound of my voice, has been called for such a time as as a man of faith, I don't believe in incidents. I don't believe in accidents. I don't believe in happenstance. I believe in providence. What the late great Wayne Dyer called the power of intention—that this intention, the one whom I call God, has a plan. A plan. A plan before you came to Atlanta. A plan before. Your mother and your father met. A plan before forty five got in the White House. That's all I'm gonna say about that. A plan that the prophet of the Bible, Jeremiah, said that before the foundations of the world you were chosen. Everybody, would you say that I am chosen? Would you would you say that? Everybody, I am chosen. Say it again, I have been chosen. Sometimes we think that being chosen means to do something massive. People think that you have to do something profound, that you have to do something prolific. But no, you don't strive to do great things. Strive to do little things with great passion. When it comes to HIV, we have all been chosen for such a time as this. And I don't believe you choose the calling. I believe the calling chooses you. Even Jesus in the Christian scriptures said, you haven't chosen me, but I have chosen you. What do you do when you're chosen to do something that seems beyond the scope of your capacity? Sometimes and sometimes you're chosen to work in community. And you end up fighting with the people you're fighting for. Have you ever had to fight the people you were fighting for? Sometimes the very people you provide leadership to, the very people you try to help, the very people you serve, the very agency you build, the very organization you nurture, the board you sit on, the staff you work with can move you the most. There's nothing... Like being wounded by your own. Y'all talk to me. I know we're not in church, but y'all talk to me. To be wounded by your own people and your own community. I've learned that every leader has been kicked by a foot they once washed. Yes, everybody in this room has been wounded. Raise your hand if you've ever been wounded. But i come out and tell you, you have been wounded in all the right places. Everything that you've been through, hear me, has prepared you for a time like this. Everything you've been through has prepared you for greatness. The rejection has prepared you. The hurt has prepared you. Even your crazy ex has prepared you. I can't hear nobody. Every experience you've gone through has prepared you for this moment in history. And if God has the power to choose you, God has the power to equip you. The more God puts on you, the more God puts in you. We used to have a dog named Champ. One day I watched Champ do something that I thought was, Absolutely strange. Chap was running in circles chasing his tail. I mean, going in circles around and around and around and around. And I watched it for a minute and I was about to stop Cap, and It hit me. I realized that many of us are like Chap. We waste our time running in circles chasing something we already have. Remember, you already have what it takes to do this work. You already have what it takes to end HIV. We already have what it takes to be the generation that ends it. I want to tell you three things. Every preacher has to have three things. <laughs> I want to speak to every person in this room, whether you are a provider, a leader, a volunteer, a visionary, whomever you are, I want to tell you three things that I believe I've been assigned to pour into you. Number one, it's not about skill, it's about will. Everybody say it's not about skill, it's about will. It's great to be skilled at what you do, it's great to be an expert. It's great to think that you are the smartest one in the room. I guarantee you, you're not.
6: But I want to talk to
0: the person in the room who doesn't think that they can make a difference because you don't have what somebody else has. I want you to know that you don't need skill power to change the world. All you need is willpower to change the world. Ask Rosa Parks. She may not have had the skill but she had the will. Ask Fannie Lou Hamer. She may not have had the skill that others had, but she had the will. Ask Barack Obama. He didn't have the skin color of his predecessors, but he had the will to be what he believed he was called to be. Always remember God does not call the qualified. God qualifies the call. Number two, stop giving CPR to dead strategy. Say that with me. Stop giving CPR to dead strategies. When you say that? I, you say that again. I'm going to stop giving CPR to dead strategy. Don't be afraid to do new things. Hey, Atlanta. Don't be afraid to be innovative. Don't be afraid to challenge your vision. If we're going to have an age-free generation, we've got to challenge our faith. to be willing to change strategies that are not working. There are too many people who are in love with how we used to do something. There are too many people in love with yesterday, you too many people who are in love with mediocrity, in love with average, in love with settling with the way we used to do it. Sometimes you can settle for strategy that just is not working. Sometimes you settle because we are afraid of failure. But I have to tell you, failure is never an issue aiming lowly. So, allow your faith to be cancer. Allow your faith to be religious. Allow your faith to do something new. The last, quitting is not an option. Would you say that quitting is not an option? Tell somebody next to you, quitting is not an option. John Milton Allen once said that a professional, is nothing more than an amateur who never quits. And sometimes people of mediocre ability to achieve success simply because they decided not to quit. It's not that they were so great. It's not that they were so brilliant. It's not because they were amazing. It was that there was something in them that just would not And if you're going to do this work, you cannot quit until there are no more new infections. You can't quit until prayer is a part of our culture. You can't quit until everybody has access to health care. Say amen. You can't quit until there are no stigmas. You cannot quit until there are no disparities. You cannot quit until black lives matter, until women's lives matter, until trans lives matter, until gay lives matter, until native lives matter, until all rights matter. Even if you've been doing this work for over 30 years, Maybe you're tired. I've spoken to a lot of different people, and I've been in a lot of spaces, Even sitting at tables from the White House to the church house. I found out that people who have been doing this work for a while get tired. You can get a little weary, but I want to tell you, quitting is not an option. Sometimes those of us who work in HIV are just as broken as the people we serve. Many of us are just as dysfunctional as the communities we serve. Many of us are just as hurt as the hurt we try to address. But if you're going to be effective, you've got to learn how to master your own pain. Even when you want to quit, remember why you started. Quitting is not in your blood. When you want to quit, think about your ancestors. My ancestors were brought here on slave ships, but they didn't quit. The slave master tried to whip it out of them, but they didn't quit. <laughs> the clan tried to burn it out of them, but they didn't quit. Jim Crow and Jane Crow tried to lick it out of them, but they didn't quit. Water holes tried to wash it out of them, but they didn't quit. Police brutality, tried to beat it, out and still tried, but they didn't quit. The great Maya Angelou said, still I rise. Everybody say, still I rise. You may write me down in history with your bitter, twisted lies, but still I rise. You may tread me in the very dirt, but still I rise. Like death still I rise. You may shoot me with your words, you may... Caught me with your eyes. You may kill me with your hatefulness. It's still like hair. Everybody say, I rise. I'm bringing the gifts that my ancestors gave. I am the dream and the hope of the same. I rise. So I want to tell you, in Atlanta, keep rising. I want to tell you, Atlanta and the nation, keep rising, keep rising until we get to zero. Keep rising until we have no more infection. Keep rising until yeah, nobody needs the ever again. Keep rising until World AIDS Day is a monument and no longer a movement. Walk together, children. Don't get weary. There's a great camp waiting for us in the promised land, and the promised land is where there is no HIV.
1: Bishop O.C. Allen has just come Bishop off the Allen podium the, and the, words. the program is going Mike to continue. To be You're listening to the Loudmouth Radio Network. Bridal and Formal Wear we'll by Jacar is located at 215 Old Town Way in McDonough, Georgia, celebrating their one year anniversary with select wedding gowns up to $500 off, bridesmaids' dresses up to $50 off, mother, bride, and groom, prom, and concierge up to $100 off. All accessories 10% off, such as veils, jewelry, garter, headpieces, and more. Make sure you stop in today again at 215 Old Town Way in the heart of McDonough, 678 884 6458. And you can find them online at com. You're listening to the Loudmouth Radio Network. And this sunny, your media host and producer of the live Radio Network, we are doing live coverage of Atlanta West Red, Aid Atlanta World AIDS Day, symposium and faith luncheon live here at the temple at fifteen eighty nine Peachtree Street northeast in downtown Atlanta. Today's live broadcast is commemorating and celebrating the lives lost to HIV and AIDS as well as the people living with HIV and AIDS within the local community. Nonprofit organization Aid Atlanta has been serving the metro Atlanta community for over 35 years. The symposium and faith lunch keynote speaker, who you if you've been listening, uh, that just stepped down from the podium was Bishop O. C. Allen of the Vision Cathedral of Atlanta, and his message was powerful. He said, "Options. The op- there's no option when it comes to quitting. There's not an option." And uh, I think he said a mouthful in regards to so many different things that tie in together in regards to the fight against HIV and AIDS. And you would, uh, if you were to, you know, just kind of look back over the last 15 to 20 years and see the acceleration of newly affected cases, um, and, and most specifically in the southeast region or the southern regions of the United States, the numbers are staggering And, you know, this is some of the things that we have to talk about in order to make things change. So uh, if you have had not had an opportunity, um, let me tell you that you can call into our studio line. Our number is 347-826-7520. Today has been an opportunity to really hear from many different uh, voices today. Um, I'm really excited about Um, You guys have an opportunity to check out our social media page, which is Live Mouth Radio Network. We encourage you to go to our social media page and look at some of the live video that we streamed of interviews of the executive director, Nicole Robick, as well as the director of HIV prevention, Dwayne Ford. They both gave some very powerful, powerful interviews today and spoke significantly about the impact of what's going on in the metro Atlanta area and beyond. And for those who are, you know, out here on the forefront um, in whatever capacity you are, whether you're a counselor, uh, you're administering medication, you're providing resources, we also want to applaud you today for stepping into the trenches um, and providing services and resources to those who need them. We cannot stress enough how important it is for those who have been impacted by the HIV virus uh, as well as uh, if you're living with AIDS, that you're not alone. Uh, days like today, I feel so proud to know so many people that are part of Aid Atlanta, as well as uh, seeing and meeting new people who are volunteers that have stepped in and are are being a part of the conversation and making an impact and saying, look, things have to change. And there's a need for uh, for many other people like this to come together and and speak. And, Jazzy, I know that you wanted to say something. And I I guess for you, what do you think uh, so far of today's festivities? I'm sorry. I I, I could uh, make sure that you're not muted. (laughs) (laughs) Right. I was just
2: talking and just going in and saying how amazing you know, sometimes we get on the word, we get stuck on the word, and we can't change it. Well, for real, today, yeah. all of the A words that are positive, amazing, out, well, I was going to say outstanding. I need to learn how to spell. But uh, amazing, awesome. <laughs> <laughs> the this the It's this luncheon that has, honest to God, had me in tears. For a minute, I thought I was in church. Well, you know, Bishop O'Sullivan did kind of get no, us church mode.
1: Oh no, he preached. You know how
2: he got me this time. He got me. I was obedient today because you know I don't do turn to your neighbor, but today I had to turn to my neighbor because honestly, the things that he was saying about today, and the encouragement, and the call to action, and the call to commitment, and the commission for us to continue to serve. For those of us that are on the front lines, those of us that are on the streets, encouraging and and encouraging encouraging people to get tested, know your status, go do your treatment, keep up with your treatment, and to be open and honest about who you are as a person. If you have HIV, to to let somebody know that you do have that and not spread it recklessly. If you don't desire to share your status, we're learning You know, there are many different ways that people handle this. But when you are in a relationship or when you are having sex, period, it is an obligation for you to let people know what is going on with you and them to you. But, you know, we've had different ones come on to say that. But what we are being impacted to do
4: uh,
2: with this Bishop Allen speech and his message to us is really to just continue to do the work and if we have not done it at all, is to is to realize that it's just one person to help another one person to help another one person and so on and so on. We can be world changers if one person would grab another person's hand. We all in the world together, everybody would be helped. We don't have to try to change the whole world, but we can change one person at so a we time can do something. by That's helping, right. loving, teaching giving resources, coming to luncheons like this, listening to radio shows, um, volunteering. And it's just so many things to do. But when I tell you the tears that have fallen from my eyes today, like for real, for real, I had to remember, okay, you're here to do a job and, and don't get, you know, real caught up. But sometimes that's hard to do when it's such good information and such good energy. And, you know, one of the things that he said, that's so relevant for all of us that are either in business or if you are a part of an organization, if your mom, if your dad, in any leadership business, you have been kicked by the ones that you are trying to help. By the very ones that you are trying to help, they have bumped up against the love that has been given, the help that has been extended. But one thing he said to us today, our and everything, freedom, the right to be, the right to love, the right to work. And when I say our ancestors, because we have listeners from every different culture, all of our ancestors fought for something. They fought for something for us to be better and to have better. And Bishop Allen said that we cannot Quit. Quit. Quitting is That's right. not an
1: option. It's not an and, option. You know, it's not an we, option. We
2: said that and we've heard that before, but it's it's always relevant for the for the moment. And so I'm just so excited. The the place is beautiful. Russell has done an outstanding job, an outstanding job, at putting this together, and coordinating it, and bringing the right people um together. And it's just amazing because everybody's just loving on everybody and here for a purpose, and that's the good thing. Now, I just I just um, was outside. At the, we're inside right now at the um, luncheon and the food is fabulous, and I'm so grateful to the mighty God for allowing us to have a very good lunch <laughs> today <laughs> because sometimes we get so busy covering we don't get a chance to eat. But, but Russell has done a wonderful job in making sure that those that he has working the program we're able to be fed so it's beautiful excuse me beautiful in I know, here that's right. and uh, yes, outside of the vendor's table i was just able to even still get more hugs and we're all outside high-fiving that look how wonderful this is in the middle of the day you have all of these people very diverse uh, group of people here a lot of people are of brown and, and beautifully black skin are here, which is always warming to me for uh, a luncheon like this, because it's a luncheon yes. of matter. And you have people taking time out of their day exactly. to to just be a part, to give and to receive. So I'm excited. I'm excited.
1: Absolutely. And today I think that we have seen firsthand this how important it is to continue uh, with this fight. And to to stand and continue to stand and make sure that people understand just how challenging it is to continue with the the type of, uh, like you said, the type of events like this that keep people encouraged and let people know that they're not alone, you know, um, not just the people that are, you know, actually living with HIV and AIDS. But even beyond that, you have those who are who are working within the organizations, and I'm sure that they get weary at times, too. So we're going to continue. It seems like the program is continuing back, so we're going to allow um, you guys to hear more. They're introducing a young lady to come up and give some remarks.
0: Good afternoon everyone, I'm a little shorter than everybody else even with my heels on. I am delighted to once again greet you on behalf of the ACE Healthcare Foundation. 2017 marks our 30th anniversary of the work that ACE has been doing and our work spans now over 39 countries worldwide including 15 American states, and as of this month, we are just shy of having 850,000 people in care worldwide. And although uh, much has been accomplished by AHS over the past ten years, as Bishop Alan Ansor Ralph said, there is still so much more to be done. When you hear the UNAID's most recent statistics. And you think about the fact that we still have 1 million AIDS deaths that took place in 2016 alone. 1.8 million new cases were diagnosed in 2016 alone. And 20 million HIV-positive souls are still going untreated in 2016. There is still so much more for us to do. The theme of today's symposium is Atlanta Wears Red. And I charge everyone here to not just allow this thing to be a fashion statement, but to present it to the world as a statement of awareness that it is intended to be. Today we were read and remember of those who lost to this fight. We were read in acknowledgement of those who are stigmatized by an illness that no one deserves to endure. We were read to shine a light on the inequities that threaten our ability to live work as one community. And most importantly, we are ready to remind ourselves and to remind others of how far we have come and how much farther we still have to go. AHF has a global advocacy initiative called Keep the Promise. And this is an initiative that serves to continuously bring awareness to HIV worldwide. Through our partnerships and affiliations with agencies like Aid Atlanta, we have been keeping the promise for over 30 years, and we are committed to continuing to do so. As an organization, AIDS Healthcare Foundation has been here since the beginning of this epidemic on the front line, seriously advocating for free access to antiretrovirals for anyone who needs them, free condoms, and drugs, uh, lower drug prices and more affordable drug prices, access to health care, not only for those who are in need of HIV services, but particularly for our uh, girls and women in countries where they are not seen as worthy of such. And we are also so committed to the worldwide implementation of pests and treats. Now, as we mourn and celebrate, the lives of those that we've lost and our loved ones, on this 2017 World AIDS Day, I ask that whatever emotion that you are feeling right here, right now, will use that emotion to motivate. Motivate you to leave this room and stand up and speak out and affect the change that we all need to save the lives of our own community. I thank you so much for allowing us to present today to you allowing um, uh, Russell, allowing AID Atlanta and and, and AHS to come together to present this to you. Again, this is a day of celebration of life. Then again, remember we have so much more to do when we leave this room. Enjoy the rest of your evening, afternoon. I'm already at the nighttime. Um, But enjoy the rest of your afternoon. I think we have a couple more people coming up to bring you uh, remarks. And uh, just know that AIDS Healthcare Foundation has just gotten started here in Georgia. So as you hear about things that we're advocating on behalf of, if you see our name when you hear something that's going on, put your ears up and listen, because we're doing great work, but we can't do that great work without you. Thank you so much.
1: And that was Tiffany Rohn with AIDS Healthcare Foundation Regional Director. We're going to continue the coverage.
0: As we've been in the planning process for World AIDS Day 2017, one thing that is extremely critical to the success of AIDS Atlanta it's our partnerships. We are privileged to partner with more than 50 organizations, uh, community partners, businesses that allow us to come in and provide education, testing, uh, to provide linkage to care. And we're able to do amazing work because of those partners. As we were in the process of planning this World AIDS Day, I met a woman who was both beautiful on the outside and amazingly beautiful on the inside. And she happens to be uh, a woman who's associated with one of the greatest sororities on earth, Delta Sigma Data Sorority Incorporated. She's an incredible jewel. She has an amazing spirit, and I just love her energy. Ladies and gentlemen, at this time, that you receive Ms. Karsha Calloway? Thank you, Russell.
6: Um,
0: The Atlanta alumni chapter of Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated was very happy and excited to partner with Aid Atlanta in observance of World AIDS Day. Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated is committed to bringing awareness and knowledge to the Metro Atlanta community regarding prevention, education, treatment, care, and support of those living with HIV and AIDS. According to the 2016 statistics from the Center of Disease Control and Prevention, an estimated 36.7 million people worldwide are living with AIDS and HIV, with 1.2 million of those diagnosed living in the United States. An additional alarming statistic cited by the CDC is that one out of eight
2: persons in this country are unaware that they have HIV.
0: Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated is proud to lend a voice to this worldwide conversation and support the Metro Atlanta community. So it is with great pleasure pleasure, that I introduce my chapter president,
2: Ms. Camille Griegler, president of the Atlanta Alumni
0: Chapter of Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated, who will introduce to you our community partner, Living Room, and present them with a token of support in observance of this stage, as they are on the front line in providing support to those living with HIV-based. Thank you, Tasha. <laughs> At this time, I would love for Ms. Angela Suston to join me on the stage, along with my Delta sorority teacher. The living room began in 1995, part of Trinity Community Missionaries. to assist people living with HIV-AIDS, find stable, affordable housing. Founders, Sister Mary Jane Rubinsky saw housing not only as an issue of maintaining human dignity, but as the foundation of effective medical treatment of HIV a theory that is now confirmed by research. The living room serves both the 29-county metro Atlanta area and the rural northwest Georgia region. Over 90% of living room clients are defined as extremely low income. So finding and maintaining affordable, affordable housing is essential to preventing homelessness. The living room is Georgia's largest facilitator of emergency and transitional housing for people living with HIV-AIDS, and they assist over 1,500 individuals each year. The Atlanta Alumni Chapter of Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated is pleased to support the work of Living Room, and today we present them with a small token of support to continue their efforts in working the work they do in supporting individuals living with HIV AIDS. Thank you so very much. And on behalf of the Atlanta alumni Chapter of Delta Sigma Theta, Sorority Incorporated, we present the Living Room, of this model thank you. Uh, at Living Room, we are so appreciative of the continued support from the Delta over the years, and because of you and your support, uh, fewer people living with HIV/AIDS are facing and, and on the streets. Fewer people are having to make a decision between paying for their medications or paying for their rent. And more people are in permanent, stable housing and are healthy. So we thank you for helping us to achieve
5: our vision of ending homelessness for people living with HIV/AIDS. Thank you.
6: Definitely
1: well, theta just presented an amazing contribution
6: to the living
1: room, another amazing nonprofit organization here in the Atlanta area. Working to make a difference. Yeah, so as Jessica said, the word of the day is amazing, I guess. <laughs> We're going to continue coverage um, as we have another organization coming up to give acknowledgments. And uh, you should be hearing from the executive director, and we'll be concluding our show of this live coverage at the Temple at 8 Atlanta you. World you Day. Lunch? This
0: lunch
1: is brought to you by
0: Catering by Martin. And Chef Marcus Matt. If you will please come out. Please grab him. <laughs> um. uh. 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 Uh.
1: You're listening to the Loudmouth Radio Network. Bridal Wear by Jacar is located at 215 Old Town Way in McDonough, Georgia, celebrating their one-year anniversary with select wedding gowns up to $500 off, bridesmaids' dresses up to $50 off, mother bride and groom, prom, and concierge up to $100 off. All accessories 10% off, such as veils, jewelry, garter, headpieces, and more. Make sure you stop in today again at 215 Old Town Way in the heart of McDonough. 678-884-6458 678 6458 and you can find them online at jakarsbridal.com World
0: 8th Day t-shirt See, we have a souvenir uh, World A T Day
1: t-shirt
0: that we'd like to share with you all after the lunch today will be made available and we'd like to show them off to you um, at this time I'm going to ask uh, Jamie Smith Nicole Dixon, Tina Adamson, Janetta Richburg, if you all please come to the stage. Yep, that's you. Jamie, we'll have you come to the stage too. Come up.
1: We're still live here at the Atlanta Wears Red, and the luncheon today has been catered by Mark, catering by Mark and Mrs. You can check him out cateringbymarcus.com. He's also on Instagram. This food is amazing. Uh, Chef Marcus Max. Loudmouth Radio, give me a little love. No recognition because your food is
0: delicious.
2: I had to clear my mouth just so I could come on. Hold on, let me take my okay. napkin and World get in the corner. Can I just tell y'all that, or that or I was starving and that the food food. salad was it everything.
0: The service the has been amazing for here. For the for staff the here has um, just done over and above. But um, um, the chicken, we have green beans, chicken, potatoes, and carrots. delicious. Okay, now back to the show. On behalf of Ada we want to thank you all so much for your time, for your effort, for your energy, and everything that you did, thank you again. And Atlanta is proud to present our World AIDS Day 2017 T-shirt. with our hashtag on the back world 8th day 2017. so this is a gift to you from 8 atlanta after the luncheon Please pick yours up out inside of the hallway but uh, this is our world A day 2017 and we want to make sure that we share this gift with you ladies and gentlemen please continue to enjoy your lunch and we will continue shortly Why? you. a Why?
1: As we're listening to, um, we're almost at a point of conclusion today. It's been an amazing uh, couple of hours today. There's some amazing vendors that have been in the market providing a lot of exclusive information and resources for AIDS Atlanta or AIDS Day. And we're going to encourage you to listen to this archive. If you did not hear from the beginning, it will be available on demand on iTunes.com, dot com, Stitcher Radio you can also t- dry, download it on TuneIn Radio and directly at dot com.
0: So who had an opportunity to attend the workshops? Who attended the workshops? Awesome, awesome. So today we had a workshop entitled HIV and the Faith Communities Response and that was facilitated by Pastor Marissa Penderman. Would you please come forward? Pastor Penderman, please come forward. We also had a workshop entitled HIV Beyond Our Borders. This was a workshop specifically designed to have a discussion about the work that continues outside of the US. And that was facilitated by our own Tiffany Rome, the Helcare Regional Director. Would you please come up? Every time she starts to eat, I call her up. And we also had a workshop entitled Living and Loving with HIV. And that was facilitated by Mr. David L. Matthew, what you can come over. On behalf of Aid Atlanta, we wish to thank you all for sharing your gifts, sharing your time sharing your talent with these conference attendees and for sharing your gifts with us. We look forward to booking you in for next year. That's already done, but so don't book anything else for December 1st. We love you all. Thank you all so much for being here. We have a gift that we're going to give you after the luncheon. Thank you all again. at this time there is a presentation and that will be handled by Ms. Natanya more set Good afternoon. I'm just reading a acknowledgement that was sent by Hunting for Hope. Um, Victoria Benito, unfortunately, um, was not able to be with us today, but I'd like to make the presentation on Hunting for Hope.
2: Two years ago, I was living in a world that made no mention of HIV or
0: AIDS. It amazes me how, as a society, we paid no attention to plight and issues that do not directly affect it. Then came Russell Patterson, a man who came into my life by sheer fate. Through him, I was introduced to this wonderful organization, AID Atlanta. Through Russell, I learned just how prevalent HIV and AIDS is today. It isn't some long ago disease that's treated by a vaccine. It's here, it's current, and it affects individuals and loved ones all over the world. Great strides are being made against the disease. they're remarkable through the work of those like Russell and Aid Atlanta. Free testing for individuals and getting those who test positive in the treatment is literally saving lives. It is with great honor and gratitude that we at Hunting for Hope pledge $5,000 to Aid Atlanta. It is our desire that we continue to hunt for a cure for AIDS. I regret not being there, I, I'm sorry, I regret not being able to personally
2: be there, but I know I've left you in the great capable hands of my best friend and personal hero,
0: Russell. Once again, thank you, AIDS Atlanta, for your tireless journey and your fight against AIDS. <laughs> Okay. Um, and that five thousand dollars towards my AIDS Walk twenty eighteen. Thank you so much. Even you heard it here. This World AIDS stage of uh, the symposium, the safe luncheon, the whole vision, the idea. None of these things would happen without having leadership that believes in your abilities, um, that sees, sees the vision even when they're not clear about what direction you are going in. Um, and so amazing things happen because we have amazing leadership. Ladies and gentlemen, at this time, would you please welcome up our executive director, Ms. Nicole Roebuck. <laughs> Good afternoon. I'm calling in, y'all. Did you guys have a good time today? Did we learn something today that you just maybe know before? On behalf of 8 Atlanta, my name is Nicole Robuck, Executive Director at 8 Atlanta um and on behalf of state atlanta and our wonderful staff volunteers and our member patients we say thank you for being in this fight with us i do have some um things to offer up today so as you saw um Russell Patterson kind of introduced the workshop presenters, but I also wanted to personally thank them. Pastor, uh, Reverend Marissa Kenderman, thank you. Tiffany Rohn, our Regional Director here from AHS. David Massey, thank you so much. Our keynote speaker, Bishop O.C. Allen, thank you so much. Thank you so much for being here, for gracing us with your presence. Our community partners. The Delta Sigma Theta Sorority. AIDS Healthcare Foundation. Delta, give it up for yourself. Please. It's like at least 500 of y'all in here. Um, HF, AIDS Healthcare Foundation, our London sponsor. Thank you so much. H. F. Pharmacy, uh, for our breakfast and VI reception sponsors. Thank you. The City of Atlanta's Mayor's Office. WLC. WS- WCLK, Jazz 91.9, Victoria Bonito and Hunting for Hope, Anthony Robinson of Kevon Salon and Spa, Roger Cunningham of the Beverly Cunningham Foundation, and anybody else, I forgot to blame it on my um, head and not my head. Um, Thank you so much, everyone. Back here, I saw some of our DPH partners, are they still here? They might have to be uh, and just all of you here today, we really appreciate you being here. We appreciate all of the clergy. Clergy, if you are in the house, you're a pastor, a minister, uh, any any of those um, labels, can you please stand up? Rabbi, can you stand here? Thank you so much for engaging with us in these conversations about faith and HIV. Um, as I said, in one of the workshops, I really believe that one the, the, um, of so the the solution to the problem of HIV and AIDS, particularly in the African-American um, community, is in the church, it's in the church, y'all. So we're very happy that you guys made it here, and we hope that you can engage your fellow clergy Um, partners in this fight and in this conversation. I think that that's what today uh, did for me, is for us to have a conversation, for us to continue these conversations, these discussions, so that, you know, they don't become any more just stigma-type issues that people kind of feel they need to brush on the side or talk about it in their separate bedrooms or whatever but that we can talk about it out loud in the open because it's going on. So, we ask that you all continue to stay engaged with us in this conversation, and we'll be reaching out to you to be ambassadors on our behalf regarding this uh, issue of HIV and AIDS. So, thank you, enjoy, continue to enjoy your day and enjoy your lunch. And thank you to Russell Patterson who did a fantastic job. Uh, I believe that um, uh, a leader is as good as their uh, the people who, who actually the leader serves, you know, I'm here to serve you. And so I ask that you guys um, continue to stay with me in this fight. Um, and thank you to all of the staff here at 8 Atlanta. If you're a staff at 8 Atlanta or at the AIDS Healthcare Foundation, can you stand? Thank you to all of you for being here, for engaging, for volunteering your time. It's you a wonderful celebration. Thank you so much. Enjoy your day. Have a good one. Nicole, on behalf of Ada Lanson, we certainly do appreciate your leadership and we appreciate the love that you show. And allowing us to be able to spread our wings and to do great things that we hope bless you and serve this community in an amazing way. So, on behalf of Ada Plus, we have a gift for you. So, there is one person in particular whom I have to go to every single time that, um, you know, I'm about to, we're about to do something. And when I come to him with ideas and when I share my thoughts with him, um, the, first, the first question is always, Russell, how much is that going to cost us? But I, I'm standing here this afternoon because of this person and because this person believes in a vision, believes um, in me, um, and continues to push me forward. Um, and I certainly do appreciate him uh, in many, many ways that's Mr. DeWayne Ford, would you please come up? He's our EDS director. Please come up. And whenever I get, come on up, DeWayne, whenever I get a little nervous about the numbers and I'm like, okay, I don't know if the Wayne is gonna approve this, this is a bit much. Then I call in the reinforcement and I stop by Kenny's office. And I said, Kenny, how do you think we can pass this off to DeWayne so this, you know, I can get this? So Mr. Kenneth Clement, who's our new manager, Would you please come up to the stage? So unfortunately, we had one special guest who got a little bit tied up because he's out teaching others, but he has brought and shared a gift with us today, and that is a full massage package from Salon and Spa for you two gentlemen. So enjoy, and thank you so much.
1: All right, guys, we have been listening to the live coverage of the Aid Atlanta World AIDS Day Symposium and Faith Luncheon Live at the Temple in downtown Atlanta with the uh, theme, Atlanta Wears Red? Today's live broadcast has been featured on loudmouthradio.com. And you're also able to pull all of our archives 24-7 on demand at com with uh, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn, iTunes, and various other blog sites and apps. Make sure to uh, share the actual page if you were to go to our website. Um, we have our Facebook links, uh excuse me, LiveMoth RADIO network. Um, that is on our social media handles, and you're able to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And we want to thank all of our listeners that have been tuning in faithfully and have been listening in. And if you come in at some point today and have not heard this entire broadcast, it will be available on demand roughly 10 minutes after we complete this broadcast. And uh, thank you so much for ha- being a part of the conversation. And this has been an amazing event. And if you have any questions for us, make sure you hit us up online at com, Hit us on our contact page. Um, and if you consider to uh, put some things out about your company, your organization, uh, your business itself directly with us, you can connect with us. Let us know that you're interested in being a media partner. Contact us at our direct media line at 706 706- Three six three three eight nine five, and we're going to conclude today's show. And we're so grateful to be a part of the conversation. And um, make sure you get educated, talk about it, give support to those that you may know that is dealing with this in silence, and let them know that they do not have to be alone. For all of our listeners, our media partners, Takara's Bridal, right in mcdonough We want to thank everyone for being a part of this broadcast, and we wish you farewell. You're listening to the Loudmouth Radio Network.